Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Welcome back. This is Sister Anya's Day uh, with the Sisters of Life on Let Love Podcast. And again, we are at uh, the Knights of Columbus Supreme Convention and just enjoying conversations with the Knights of Columbus and really getting to the heart. Um, what beats the heart of the Knights of Columbus? And it's incredible, honestly. Uh, the, the good men we've been able to speak to bring to life a masterpiece of, of grace, not just a great organization, but of grace. And I have the joy now of sitting down with Mark McMullen, who's the Senior Vice President for Membership and Marketing. Welcome. Thank you, sister. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being with us, Mark. Well, I wonder, could you tell me about your role in the Knights of Columbus? Sure. You know, I, uh, I, I can go back to when I was State Deputy of the Knights okay. in Georgia from 2015 to 2017. Okay. So I was the State Deputy is our title for being the head of a state. And then uh, I was offered the opportunity by past Supreme Knight, Carl Anderson, to move to mm -hmm. Connecticut back in 2017 in October mm -hmm. to really run the Fraternal Mission Department. Wow. Uh, which was a, a real uh, great opportunity. And I've been up there since October of 2017. Uh, and my role basically is to grow membership. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm the head membership guy, if you will, wow. at the Knights Worldwide. And, uh, you know, everybody's got metrics that they have to hit. And the metric that I'm judged for is how well am I growing membership in the U.S., Canada, and in the order. So that's been my focus for the last almost six years that I've been up at Supreme now, wow, up in New Haven. That's incredible. And what do you see the Lord doing? Uh, how do you see him at work uh, as, you're, as you're working with membership in the Knights? Because from what I understand, they're growing, right. and not just in numbers, but also in depth and, and the Spirit of God. Uh, yeah, I think we've, we've done a really good job of, of really changing with the times. Mm. You know, uh, our Supreme Knight, Patrick Kelly, has always said, you know, we've got to change. We're not, you know, we, you know, we're not your father's Oldsmobile, mm. right? And we've got to continue <laughs> to evolve and look at the conditions that the world is in these days mm -hmm. and what men are looking for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've always had a great history. You know, we were founded in 1882 by a Catholic priest in New Haven. And we've done a great job of really, uh, of, of really growing uh, fraternally. And, you know, we're known for our fraternity. We're known for a lot of our programs. Uh, we're probably best known for, you know, our councils doing pancake breakfast and fish fries during Lent. Absolutely. Which are all great, right? But, you know, the, the key thing that we've got to do, and, and what I mentioned about changing with the time, sister, is building more spirituality into uh into our programs and into our DNA, if you will, so that uh, men, particularly younger men who are looking for that, can find it in the Knights of Columbus and they don't have to veer off into some spiritual group outside of the Knights to find it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're an organization that, that really does well and we're pretty deliberate in how we roll out programs. You know, we rolled out our faith in action programs mm -hmm. back uh, a number of years ago and those have caught on. It takes a while to get them, you know, to catch on overall. Uh, but more and more councils have picked up on those over the years. And I think overall, you know, when we take a look at our new initiative, our core program initiative that yes. is brand new, that we're all very excited about, I think that will have a lot of appeal that will help us grow membership because that is open to people that aren't necessarily knights, mm -hmm. any man at a parish, 
a non-knight can go to one of those core meetings and and say, hey, you know what? Knights are doing this. I like this. I think I'll join. So it could be a real catalyst to getting more men to join. That's incredible. And from what I understand, core is really creating a space or kind of developing that that dimension of spirituality of encountering Christ and allowing your charity to flow from that fraternity and that encounter with Christ. It is absolutely. It's a it's a new initiative that we we re- literally had five uh, jurisdictions that we were hoping would sign up for a pilot program. Sister, we ended up with twenty one. Holy smokes! And and it's even growing. And I've been talking to state deputies about it that have started it already. And I've asked them how it's been going, and they've been telling me, Mark, I've got more and more councils that want to do it and Isn't get on board. Incredible? So we we it is incredible. It's 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 God at work. It's wow. the Holy Spirit at work. We literally have put together uh, all the material the councils need to understand, A, what it is, and B, how to do it. And there are really three components to core. It's fraternity, it's faith uh, formation, and it's uh, spirituality. And, awesome. you know, so we're trying to really do everything we can to get, um, to get more and more of the councils and the pastors aware of what that program's all about and promote it mm-hmm. so that... Uh, you know, that, that they can look at the Knights as an organization at the parish level mm-hmm. that can help them accomplish their mission. That's incredible. Well, and Mark, I mean, so it's a, you're saying I'm seeing God at work, but it's like, yeah, I mean, that's incredible. Actually, like 521. I mean, that sounds like an explosion of grace, actually. Uh, like it, a, you're watching a miracle. It is. You know, we, we didn't know how well it would catch on oh. and... More and more men are looking for that, you know, particularly younger men. You know, I could tell you a story when I I did some listening sessions in Canada, and it was right when we were coming out of COVID. Mm. And I was in Toronto, and there was a lot of it, uh, one of the sessions was with young people. And I had the benefit of talking to somebody who couldn't attend one of the live meetings. And one of our, now currently the Deputy Supreme Knight, who at that time was a past state deputy of of Ontario, Mm who works at the Archdiocese of Toronto, who helped organize these listening sessions, asked me if I would talk to this one young man. And I said, I would be happy to. He said, Mark, he can't come to a meeting. Can you do a virtual meeting with him? And I did. So I did it from a hotel room about 1230 one day. Long story short, he's about 39 years old, a convert. His wife was Catholic, and he converted to Catholicism. And he joined the Knights about a year and a half earlier. And I said, no, why did you join? I was looking for faith formation, and I was looking for fellowship. Wow. I said, so tell me about your experience. Well, I went to my first meeting, and uh, I was about 20 years younger than the next youngest guy there, <laughs> and there was no talk of faith at all. And I said, okay, so then what? And he said, well, I didn't want to just give up, so I went back another, literally, a uh, month or two later, because I couldn't make the next month meeting. Councils have monthly meetings. And uh, I said, what was that like? And he said, Same thing. And I said, so what did you do? He said, well, I made the decision that this grand night is not going to change. They are going to continue to do what they're doing because it works for them. Mm. And they are not going to, they're not going to get involved in this. So I I said, did you give up on your membership? No, I formed uh, my own faith group outside of the Knights of Columbus. And now we've got a lot more people coming every month. I said, well, if the Knights offered that to you, which we now do through CORE, and our faith in action programs, would you, would you do it? He said, that's what I was looking for. But that's one of the biggest challenges we have overall sister is getting our grand knights to embrace change. And, and I, somebody who's been doing the same things over and over again, 
you know, you know the definition of insanity, right? <laughs> no. And you know, if you're not growing, you got to try different things. Yes. And Core is a we, we're real excited wow. about Core. I think it's a it's a wonderful program that people are really getting behind. And mm-hmm. I think you know all the research that we've done with young people. That's what they're looking for. They're looking mm-hmm. for spirituality and faith formation. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a real bonus to us uh, in, in member engagement and in recruitment, particularly of young people. Yeah. Well, but it's incredible, Mark, just to hear you, because it does take a spirit of courage. You know, in a sense, change can be hard. And and I know you've been with the Knights since the 90s. Late 90s. Okay. And so I'm inspired by that, actually. You're, you have a spirit of openness uh to change and moving with the spirit and moving with the spirit's lead and like what's helped you to roll in that way i mean honestly because it it can be it can be hard i think well you know with any change um you've got the the two really keys to change are to involve people in the process Mm -hmm. of change Mm -hmm. that you want to change and show them what i what i what i use the acronym w-i-i-f-m what's in it for me (laughs) if if anybody can see a benefit to them of changing they're going to be more apt to consider it, yep. right? Yeah. And I think that's that's key. You know, I think a lot of our councils that, you know, our average age has been in the, in the mid to high 50s. Mm-hmm. And online memberships brought it down to the to the 40s, which has been good. But we've got to get younger as an order. Yeah. Uh, because the, a lot of the programs we have appealed more to families and younger couples. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to me, it's got to be telling that story. Telling that story about how people can benefit from their their membership. You know, I, I'll give you a good example of something. This you know, I great. recruited a young guy who was back back in his probably mid-30s. This is when I was the state deputy of Georgia. So 2015 to 2017. Cool. He had three children. Uh, busy job, demanding job. Just joined a parish in, in northern Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I said, now, his name was Chaz. And I said, Chaz, you know what? I said, you'd be a great knight. And he said, Mark, I... I I don't think I have the time. I said, you know what it's like with the job. And I got three kids and Katie's at home and my, it's, it's juggling things all the time. And mm-hmm. I said, I get that. I said, but you'd be really good. And you don't have to go to meetings every month. I mean, it's not, we're not about meetings every month. No yep. one's keeping score. Yep. You, here's what we do. Here's who we are. Get involved in what you want to get involved in. So long story short, literally a, uh, about three months later, he said, I joined the council and I decided to do that. And then they had officer elections. And I raised my hand and I was going to be an officer. And he did. And he enjoyed it. And then uh, they had another child since then. And then a couple of years went by and they wanted him to be Grand Knight. And they were going to elect him Grand Knight, the head of the council. Oh, boy. And his wife at that time was pregnant with yet another one. Wow. So he called me and he said, since you recruited me, would you come to my installation? And I did. Wow. And I saw Katie, his wife, who was walking into the church up the aisle. And I said, Katie, I got to tell you, I want to thank you for supporting Chaz mm-hmm. in, in joining the Knights and being an officer, because it would have been very easy for him to say no. Mm-hmm. Too busy, got all these kids, demanding job. Mm-hmm. And she said, Mark, no, no, no. It's just the opposite. I want to thank you wow. for inviting him. You saw something in him, and it has made such a difference in him and our family life. That's incredible. And you know, that's, that's, that's key. You know, that's what we can offer men. Wow. You know, the, our past Supreme Knight. Carl Anderson has always said, uh, we owe it to every Catholic man to offer him the opportunity of membership. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, our current Supreme Knight, who I worked for directly for three years when he was Deputy Supreme Knight, wow. has always said that, you know, we, we get the man right. And if you get the man right, you get the family right. You get mm-hmm. the family right, you get the community right. You get the community right, we can help change the world. That's incredible. 
incredible, it's an incredible gift. And even to sit here as a, you know, as a consecrated religious, honestly, I can't tell you, it's like a song is being sung in the depths of my heart that the spirit is moving in this way in the Knights of Columbus. And that, yes, it's like the soul of, of the Knights of Columbus is really about, uh, yeah, helping men to become who they are in God. And, and the force of that, the power of that to transform family, culture, society. Um, and we're talking from the inside out, bottom to top, top to bottom. I mean, this is, and to be here, you see that. Oh, yeah. You see that. You see these beautiful families. Uh, you see men seeking to be good men, which I honestly, it's in today's culture and society, that's hard. And it's, you don't always see it or witness it. That's right. Um, I, I just, I'm, I kind of marvel at how the spirit is at work. Uh, yeah, it's really at work every day. And I think we, we've just got to, you know, realize that um, everybody gets called, right? Yes. And what you've got to think about is, do I want to answer the call? Mm -hmm. You know, you've heard the expression, you know, you want something done, give it to a busy person, right? Because busy <laughs> people know how to get things done. Yes. And I, and I think, you know, the one thing that, uh, that, that we have to remember is everybody seeks to find what they're looking for out of any organization they join. And we're no different, you know? And people, many join the Knights because of our programs, mm -hmm. you know, because they want to get involved in a specific program, let's say their council is doing. Uh, you know, I've often said, you know, do a lot of men join to become better Catholics? I think the honest answer to that is no. Yeah. But I think the Holy Spirit at work is helping make them better Catholics by becoming a member and doing the things that they're doing. That's and I awesome. think that's where we see God through the Holy Spirit at work. Yeah, the more. God is about the more. And it's, but it's, it's all there. It, it is. Like. It's all there for them to receive and to be drawn into. It, it, it absolutely is. We have so many, you know, our programs are in four categories, faith, family, community, and life. And, you know, you look at our programs like we save so many people lives with the ultrasound program for the unborn. Over 1,600 machines now, order-wide. And you think about how many lives those, a single machine is saving. And you look at, uh, you know, programs like Coats for Kids mm -hmm. and the wheelchair program for, for veterans, um, which are remarkable. And all the good work that we are doing overseas in Poland to support the Ukrainian um, families that are in need, yes. where men are staying home and fighting the war and the women are coming across the border. And we had Mercy Huts set up, providing shelter and food and resources mm -hmm. for for families, um, you know, our communications department's done a fabulous job of wow. telling that story. And we'll get people to join Sister because they see that and they say, I want to be involved with an organization yeah. that is doing that kind of work to help people. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's amazing. Incredible. Wow. And, well, and I wonder, uh, Mark, how has being parts of the, part of the Knights of Columbus uh, changed your life? You know? Oh, it's been it's been great. It, it's given me a whole second family. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, and people that you could always count on to be there. Uh, you know, it's I've met so many beautiful people at all around. You know, my wife and I would always kid that we've been every Catholic church in the state of Georgia when I was going through the chairs and state deputy. Uh, but now, you know, meeting all the people from around the world in my current position that I've been in almost six years now. Has, has been wonderful. You know, it's enriched me. It's made me a better Catholic and a better man. And, oh. um, you know, and, and really helped me understand that we've got to be able to share what we offer with other people. You know, the, the two reasons people don't join is no one's ever asked them and they're too busy. And I gave you a good example of the, the one guy in Georgia that I told you about that was, could have easily said no, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, you got to ask people. 
And when you ask people they can't be, well, what, you want to join, sign up for the night? No, that's not how you ask people. You ask people by, you know, by doing it in a very non-confrontational way. Hey, has anybody ever talked to you about the Knights of Columbus? Well, no. What do you know about the Knights? Well, you know, I know the council, you know, is here at the parish. Well, you know, can I take a few minutes and tell you about what we do and see if, if you might have an interest in thinking about it further? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of how you approach it. So yeah. we've done a lot of coaching yeah. with giving the quote-unquote elevator speech, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to uh, to our state leaders and pushing that all the way down to councils. So when councils do, you know, weekend recruiting drives, they approach it the right way. And that you make every event a membership opportunity. You know, look at what we do at Fish Fries in Lent. I, I would say at least 70% of councils in a given market, no matter where, do fish fries during Lent, the four weeks of Lent. And But do they do it as membership drives? Not really. They're more concerned about cooking the fish, taking the money, <laughs> and cl- setting up and cleaning up. Yes. And so we've done a lot of coaching about how to run it as a membership drive. You know, put placemats down. You know, have a roving ambassador greet people. You know, hi, Bill. You know, nice to have you join us with your family today. Mm -hmm. You know, give them a card. Maybe do a little pamphlet about what the council is doing, what the programs are, so that they could share that with people. And then uh, say, hey, I'd I'd love to talk to you further at the right time about the nights. Mm -hmm. Here's my card with a QR code. You can join for free right now by entering Blessed McGivney Mm -hmm. as a promo code. So it's it's all in, in that approach. So we we've, yes. we've tried it's the Supreme Council sister to give a lot of coaching to our councils on what I call membership invitational talk tracks uh, that would you know build bridges with potential members. It's well, and I and I, I in it I hear the Christian spirit of invitation, mm-hmm. and ultimately actually bonds of. The, the Catholic Christian family being grown and strengthened. Uh, and when I think about, too, it's like, yes, the fish fries, but any local parish, like we go from parish to parish, too, as sisters. Right. And it's rare that we go to a parish without hearing about the Knights of Columbus and right. that they form a backbone, actually, um, of the life of faith. Uh, in our local, at the local parish level, and in that, as you're talking about, it grows the whole human family and society stronger and better. Right. And uh, and and ennobling it, creating a, a a network in which people can encounter Christ ultimately um, and be strengthened uh, in the, in their Christian walk of discipleship. It's just like it's pretty awesome. It's we're an awesome organization. It's awesome. We really are. You know, we got two two million eighty four thousand men right now that have joined the Knights of Columbus That's that incredible. are members. Yeah, and we had a great membership year last year. Mm-hmm. We just got to keep it up. Wow. And that's the key. You know, everybody's got to take it upon themselves to to invite. Yeah. You know, it's not what I call signing up. It's inviting. inviting. And like you said, it's an invitation. Yeah. And everybody knows somebody that is not a Knight of Columbus that they yeah. see at church on Sunday. You know, and yes. the question is, you know, talk to them. Don't just leave it up to the council. Mm-hmm. You know, any member can invite another member to join. Mm-hmm. And I would, I like to encourage people to tell their own story. You know, when you talk to somebody about joining, why did you join? And what, are, what, have, what have you gotten out of your membership and how have you benefited from it? Wow. It's pretty inspiring. When I wonder, um, you know, in, in closing, do you have any words of encouragement or anything that you would love to tell uh, your brother knights or even men who are considered joining? Or, again, we have a, a, a very varied uh, uh, audience that's listening. And uh, I don't know how you'd like to encourage uh, your brothers and sisters in the faith. I would do this, you know, for current members, I would like to tell them, you know, 
you get out of any organization what you put into it. Yeah. So get involved. Get involved mm -hmm. with what you want to get involved in, mm -hmm. with what interests you. Look for that in the local council. And, uh, and, and have your voice heard. You know, if the local council is not giving you the opportunity at a meeting, let's say, that you go to, to do a certain program, talk to the Grand Knight. Hey, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. Would you consider doing it? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and the Grand Knight is a good leader, should listen. So get involved because, you know, everybody gets out of something what they put into it. Yeah. So put the effort into it. And then I would say for prospective members, it's to, to understand who we are today. Because, you know, we're a different organization today than, uh, than we were 10 years ago, you know, and we're, we're now hopefully uh, going to be thought of as an organization that could not only provide the fraternity and the charitable, uh, you know, program support that we've always been known for, but also the, the uh, spirituality and faith formation mm -hmm. that we know we have to head in that direction. Yeah that men can get that out of the Knights of Columbus. They don't have to look outside the organization to do that. And, um, and they can grow in their faith and get involved in their faith by being a member of a local council. Uh, so those, are that, those would be the messages to the current members and it's, the prospective members. It's beautiful and inspiring. And even just, yes, the courage to change as the Spirit leads and guides. And it sounds like the Holy Spirit is bringing depth and cultivating the soul of the organization of the Knights of Columbus. Well, I tell you what, the Holy Spirit got me, sister. You know, I, uh, I answered the call. I went to Connecticut. Wow. And my whole family was in Georgia when I was offered the opportunity. And it's funny because I said to my uh, state chaplain at the time, when I was state deputy, who is the Bishop Emeritus of Savannah, mm -hmm. I said, you're not, Bishop, you're not going to believe this. I was just offered a job at Supreme to run membership and fraternal mission. And he said, I said, you know what? I felt like I was one of the 12 disciples on the beach, just done with my work, just, you know, two wow. years of a lot of hard labor. And I was wanting to take it easy a little bit. And I got tapped on the shoulder by the Holy Spirit. And he said, oh, Mark, that's exactly what happened. What you've got to decide is, are you going to listen? And how are you going to respond? And I think to any man that's asked whether it's to do what I was asked to do or to do or to become a member. When somebody invites you, you're being tapped on the shoulder by the Holy Spirit. Wow. And, but again, like I said before, sister, anybody has got to think about what's in it for me. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to really clarify mm -hmm. to anybody who we are today, how a man joining the Knights can benefit from their membership and grow in their faith as, a, as, an, opportunity to, uh, as an opportunity that we afford them as a member in addition to being involved in our programs. Wow. Well, and I just have to thank you for your yes, because honestly, uh, it's, that is Christian discipleship. And it's often in those moments where we're not ready, uh, where we feel poor, where we're finishing a marathon and, and the Lord says, come. And, and there you now, we step and we walk on water. But that is when uh, God can do his greatest works. Uh, and it sounds like he's doing them in and through your yes, Mark, and in and through all the, the good knights who are willing to step out, actually, uh, stand in the breach uh, and be good men in a time and in a culture where we need that more than ever, uh, actually. And as Sisters of Life, uh, we, we see the, the other side of that um, when men don't step up to the plate. And uh, uh, just, to, just to say, uh, praise be Jesus Christ. And Absolutely. thank you for your yes. And uh, I am, I think we're all, as, as sisters, our hearts are going 
uh, are being filled up by uh, the good faith, uh, the virtue uh, that we witness uh, in all the good nights here. So, well, you you keep keep doing what you're doing, sister. You have Thanks, our support. Mark. I think you know that. Amen. Oh, and well, I've I've been saying it again and again, but uh, uh, the knights have been our brothers in Christ and behind us and at our side uh, at every uh, big yes that the Lord has asked us to make and has have made those yeses possible through uh, your not just your encouragement and you know your your financial support, but uh, just just your witness of faith. Uh, and so I think we're we're all in it together. We are all in it together. And it's so it's, it's a team, right? Yes, we're one team for for the Lord. Yes, and what and what a joy though to collaborate in that way because I think so often you hear of the ways perhaps that uh, there's difficulty in collaboration, but for us uh, to to experience actually how you grow the entire family. Uh, I know in it, the church, ab- absolutely. Yeah. And the more we can keep the family together and build up families. Yes. That's what we're all about. That's where we're going. Praise be to God. Well, it's the fruit of the Spirit, and the Spirit is alive here. And know of our our prayers for you, Mark, as you continue your good work uh, for the Knights and for the Lord. Thank you, sister. And you're you're in my prayers, too. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. What a joy. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.